ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Table. Where we last left off was the Howling Dark, the newest iteration of the Howling Dark, only two original members. Um, Jen and Ross. Well, sorry, Juniper and Rostos now. So maybe two and a half remaining with, with Barkus. Is he the half? Hmm. No, uh, I was gonna, I was counting uh, Jen Juniper as the half. Oh. Fargus wasn't an original member of the Howling Dark. You found him in the uh, the webs. Um, however, with them are Caliban and Sir Lauren, um, and you all are going across the uh, plains of Faerun on your lizard mounts with your retinue of roughly about a dozen other people kind of joining you. Um, some of those who you joined you from the Underdark, such as Fargus, some of you joined from, or some of them have joined you from the meeting at Gontelgrim. Um, you have some Zentarum. They're called Zentarum thugs, and I don't really like that <laughs> word. So we're gonna call them Zentarum agents, if y'all are cool with that. Criminals. Banditos. Yeah. Ruffians. We're gonna go with agents. Um, and then you also have some, um, oddly enough, completely on the opposite side of the uh, spectrum in terms of their morality, in terms of D&D terms, is the Order of the Gauntlet. Uh, you have veterans. So much more positive you'd say veteran rather than thug, eh? Um, you four have lizard mounts. Um, from my understanding, those lizard mounts, you have one that is white, one that is black, one that is red, and one that is gray. And I believe that their names are Hector, Zeke, Jesse, yours was something crazy. Mine was Hector. Hector. Oh, yours was Hector. <laughs> TJ, yours was Firesong. Mm-hmm. And Elliot, oh yours God. was, don't tell me, hold on, hold on. I got this from memory. I got this from memory. Howling. Mm-hmm. Howling. Howley. Howley. I named him Howley. Howley, like H-O-W-L-E-I-E. Something like that. Yeah, Howley. So, um, you are, are, again, you're leading the group. Um, you're not moving super fast on your mounts. They can move faster than you normally, but you do have people who are on foot, so I trust that you're traveling all together. And like we said last time, you are going to the um, Servant Forest, where you, we established this last time, met with the Zentarum agents who were guarding a cave. And uh, they let you in because you are traveling with some of the Zentarum, four of them exactly. And they are going to lead you to, well, King Bruinor Battlehammer suggests that you go to Mantle Dareth, the trading outpost in the Underdark that you've heard about from your former companion, Jemjar, um, and find a contact there who knows where Graven Hollow is, where you can hopefully find information about this demonic... Um, incursion and uh, hopefully find a way to fight back against it. So before we get directly down back into the caves and eventually to the Underdark, uh, what did you all get when you're in Gontelgrim? Just so we have an idea, what did you all buy? Uh, Schmagger, can we start with you? Uh, Schmagger is Elliot, by the way. For the oh, that, that's me. Um, yeah, Juniper bought uh, two sets of manacles, a steel mirror, just in case for some reason 10 feet of chain healer's kit a poisoner's kit which I am now proficient in uh, thieves tools and three greater healing potions for the team so um Jin 
went underwent some um, I don't know psychoanalytics I guess um, from their perceived version of who their god they worshipped was and the god suggested that they let Juniper take over so Jin is now Juniper um, but we'll forgive anyone for calling Elliot's character Jin as it's kind of a mental shift rather than a physical shift correct? Yes. Um, Jesse, um, Sir Lauren, what did you, uh, did you purchase anything? Are you waiting for anything? So here I didn't purchase anything. However, I did commission with, we got the gold from, um, uh, from the Digger Maddox. Yeah. Uh, I commissioned them to form plate mail for me. And so I would like to expend two sending spells actually to contact the Digger Maddox, uh, to, um, the, the wife, uh, Senny. Senny, Senny. So to contact Senny and Hemoth and see if I can arrange him to deliver my armor to Mantle Dareth, considering I, I imagine he knows how to get there. Yeah, yeah, he would de- he would definitely know how to get to Mantle Dareth. Um, and we'll just, we won't roleplay this. You, you send those two sending. Senny gets the message, relays it to the blacksmith in Blingdenstone, and then uh, you, you tell... Hemoth, Hemoth is uh, able to go back to Blingdenstone. He agrees to meet you in Mantle Dareth. Cool. Um, which will be a ways away. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you all are still above ground as of now. Um, TJ Rostos, did uh, you purchase anything? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to buy in the weapons section five javelins. Sick. I'll have them custom make some... Uh, bovine half plate armor. Do you want to describe what that looks like? Because, like, as a barbarian, normally there you 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 have you've had a lot of looks thus far, I guess. So, so do you want to describe what you look like? I think it's only covering, you know, from the bottom of his like uh, breast and sort of curves up in metal and goes into like a sort of a sleeve, like half a sleeve. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you say "breast" as essentially as you can into the microphone? Breast. That's pretty good. Cool. <laughs> uh, sorry, what, what color? Are, is it metal then, or? Yeah, like, uh, but real oiled, dirty black, barely silver metal. Cool. Uh, I imagine from the Dwarven Forges. Uh, he noticed a gemstone <laughs> that looks like really cool that he bought, but to everybody else it looks like a lump of coal. Okay. Um, a totem, a little, uh, imagine, wooden carving thing that looks like a bear. Okay. Because that's what he's done. Cow traps. Cool. Ten. Ooh, can we say there are cow, cow traps? Cow traps. Bought some cow traps. Joel traps. Ten <laughs> feet of chain. I'm upgrading from. All oh, the rope. he's done with the rope because last time you asked for plus one rope. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> which is, your chain which is, is a plus chain? one rope. Yeah, like uh, no uh, armor and rope. Chain, now chain armor is and chain. Plus one rope. So I have like chains over my chest on top of the armor and stuff that everything slunk into. Which brings up another question. Uh huh. The Order of the Gauntlet asked you what kind of plus one weapon you would want. And we never got a response because literally you said plus one rope. (laughs) And I said, let's think about this and pray about this before we do that. Mm -hmm. Do you, we'll come back to you on that maybe. You don't have to use it. You can give it to anyone you want. But just think about what you want there, okay? Yeah. Anything else? It has to be a weapon? Yes. Standard weapon. So it could be like a shield. Standard weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Not a shield. <laughs> um, a hooded lantern, so I can direct which way the light's going for when I'm in the underdark. Did that's what else you bought? Yeah. Okay. 
and like some oil for it. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying you wanted a plus one hooded lantern. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, that'd be plus awesome. one hooded lantern. Yeah, I was very confused. <laughs> no, uh, maybe he'll just take the second grade X. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, like you can you can choose that, or, or you could share with your allies or whatever. But uh, we'll come back to you in a second if you want to think about that. Um, but the, I'm cool with the great X as well, TJ. If that's what you want to do. Uh, Kratzmeyer as Caliban. What did you uh, buy? Caliban got some paper and ink, and then some ground stone uh, gems for a spell, fifty gold pieces worth. But that was all. Awesome. Very good. Anything else with you? No. Okay. <laughs> Caliban unfortunately doesn't have the amount of gold that the other uh, party members have. So, uh, awesome. So eventually you all are going into the cave deep in the Servant Forest. And the Zentarum guards there, they're dressed up, their heads are wrapped, just like the um, Zentarum agents that you're with. And they have spears, and they're crossing over that cave in a sort of menacing way. And they see you coming up. However, eventually, one of the uh, Zentarum agents that you're traveling with, whose name is Nero Calvain. Nero Calvain. Who we're going to consider the leader of the four Zentarum agents, okay? They go up, they discuss some things, and they move their spears, and you all are allowed to enter. Um, do you all enter? Do you want to stay above? It's up to you. This is You all are the commanders of this group, this retinue right now. So they just moved aside from the entrance of the cave. So they're guarding it, obviously. Is it dark in there? Very. <sighs> I'm, I'm, also, it's a bullseye lantern, not a hooded lantern. I messed up. But I'll pull the, out my bullseye lantern. But shall I light the dark for us, then? It might as well. I mean, I we can see fine, but... Oh, Farkas and I can't. Uh, Farkas lighted up in here. Let me add another person who cannot see well there is actually me, Sir Lauren. That is correct. And oh. Sir Lauren, as you were traveling through the light, normally as a Dwergar, this would really bother you that you were out in sunlight. But now that you can see, it didn't bother you. Ooh. You actually saw things that you'd never seen before. How you feel about them is up to you, but you saw, you know, the the emerald trees. You saw um, the azure sky. You saw clouds floating above. And it's not, I'm not saying it's beautiful for you. You can decide what you think of it. And you've been up there before, but it's always been under a cover, under something else. This time you're experiencing it as a true above dweller or however you want to refer to them. King Brunor refers to them as Northerners, um, but you experience that. How do you feel about what you're seeing right now? And it doesn't hurt you. It's not affecting anything that you could do. Well, I think that makes me very, very happy because then I am chosen to lead my people above to retake what's theirs. Um... Birds are chirping. You see a bunny run by. You're enjoying this little scene, maybe. 
that you can understand the upper world a little bit more. Instinctively, though, I will pull up like my cloak a little bit higher. Sure. Yeah. We can't let you be too much good as a Jesse character. Right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, are you all prepared to delve into the cave? Yes. <laughs> I think R- Rastos looks back and goes, Farkas, take it in. Uh, we've barely been up here, but we'll be back. Rastos? Yes, my friend. Part of me is excited to go back. I bend down. I pull him in close around the shoulder, and I go, A bit of me is a little excited, too. <laughs> uh, he's, he asks, Can we, Ross, I, I, I apologize. Can we, can I, can I show you something? Of, of course, friend. Just take course. your hand, bend yeah. it like this, put your fingers like this with mine, and then you be gripped like this, and then we do this little finger right here, the hook, and then we bring it back together, and then we smash them, and it's our secret handshake, Sir Rostos. Uh, handshake of the Abrils. The handshake of the Abrils. <laughs> I do not know how to say that in Undercommon, so please do not ask me how to say that. <laughs> of course, of course, uh, I like this. And as he looks back, looking at the birds flying in the grass, he goes, Farkas, light the torch for us. He'll take out a, uh, uh, was it a flint and a... Tinderbox. Tinderbox, there we go. But a flint, what is it, a flint and a... It's like another, missing something. Another piece of stone. That's the flint and the... I thought it was flint and tinder. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's it. We'll take two pieces of flint and maybe uh, some tinder. If someone gets mad at us, we can deal with that later. Um, sorry we're not from back in the time. Where sorry we're, we're not nerds. Our own lamps I, don't know, I, I mean, you guys, I mean... You we know, are yeah. nerds. <laughs> Anyways, he lights your lantern. Ooh. Um, Ooh yeah. yeah. Mm, hell yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. You know how to light my fire, Farkas. Oh, yeah. Boo. Always. And he, he, <laughs> he winks at you. Um, you and Farkas have a secret handshake now that you can use whenever you want. Um, and if you want to come up with how that actually looks like, TJ, you can, but you don't have to. It's up to you. Uh, are you all, everyone else heading down? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. yes. do, the, do the rest of you know how to... Uh, can you see in the dark, or do you need lights? You should probably all... Uh, Nero, if you, none of your people can see, you should probably light the lantern. So, uh, Nero uh, kind of nods, and Nero is a... Again, all his and Tarm are completely wrapped up in like sort of like a Middle Eastern sort of like head wrap. Um, and he's going to... Um, not at you a little bit. You can tell that he is the leader of the Zentarum because he does have a red sash wrapping around his uh, chest, like kind of like mm-hmm. sideways. Um, and he's gonna say, yes, of course. Um, and they all light their lanterns. And then Thora, uh, she is a uh, taller, um, darker complected female. Um, and she is the leader of the Order of the Gauntlet. And she is going to say, uh, all right, everybody, turn on your lanterns, let's go. And so they're very separated, by the way. I should say that the Zentarum and the Order of Gauntlet have remained completely separated from themselves, or from each other, <laughs> not from themselves. Um, and they are all ready to enter the cave, if you all are. Our mounts, do we have enough room for our mounts to get in the cave, or do we so, gotta ditch them? No, no, you can definitely take the mounts down, but it is going to be single file for a bit. You can tell that would be 
uh, for a bit. By the way, I'm sorry, Jesse, you described your mount that is all white as has it having quote unquote crazy hair. Mm -hmm. I feel like that means a lot of different things. Do you want to <coughs> maybe explain what you meant by telling me white? You said you, you told me white giant cave lizard with crazy hair. Yeah, so it looks like, you know, the. The, those weird looking animals that are always in the dark and they have like big huge black eyes and they're like all pasty looking and weird they're like a salamander or like if the Ren and Stimpy episode where the Ren's going through all the different worlds and looking at all Something the we can creatures. all relate to yep. <laughs> like a quaddle what? okay you didn't describe anything but about then, the crazy hair but then the hair looks like uh, uh, the doc from Back to the Future okay <laughs> okay so does he have like, like baldness right on the, the, yeah, in the so middle pfft, yeah. and it just comes out the side? Mm -hmm. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. That was really bothering me. Mine has week. crazy hair too, <laughs> but it's on fire. Fire song has crazy hair too? Mm-hmm. My lizard is normal. <laughs> I have a normal giant lizard. All right, let's do this one at a time. TJ, there's no way your lizard's hair is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a thing. You can describe your lizard. All right. So he's... Mostly orange, red, with white underskin. He has sort of a pattern of black, like loops slash almost looks like black scars going from left to right across him. Black on the head, and he has white feathers and hair that come out of his, uh, like in a mohawk style on the top of his uh, head. He's Talon from Primal Rage. He looks just like Talon from Primal Rage. But. Uh, quadrupedal rather than bipedal. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cool. Uh, that's fire at the end of his tail. That's not. Nope. We already established <laughs> this. Nope. That is not a thing that would fuck up the entire game as you'd have a constant source of light. Uh, Kratzmeyer, maybe you'll be more judicious in your decision of what your uh, lizard looks like. Wait, so TJ's has a Charmander tail? No! <laughs> <laughs> My guy looks like Ghastly. He's like incorporeal then. <sighs> no, I have a black lizard. That's it. Next. Does he have a, bandana, black. a bandana or a cowboy head on? No. no he's, all, he's blacked out. <laughs> no weird hair. <laughs> nothing special. His name's Zeke. Um... Elliot, you want to go over yours? They're all gray. That's all I got from you, but do you want to go into detail? No. <laughs> well, I didn't want to picture it, though. It's a gray lizard. Does it have a cowboy it's head? It's slightly smaller a... than the other lizard. <laughs> Probably got picked on when it was a child. Cowboy hat or bandana? <laughs> it does not have a cowboy hat and or bandana. Okay. It is a gray lizard. It probably has riding equipment on it. What do you call that? Saddles and stirrups? Mm -hmm. Yep. Probably a small bag for, or a medium-sized bag, just leather for extra equipment so it can walk around a little bit. Does it have a flame tail too? No. <laughs> it is a regular gray lizard. And so the party goes yeah. into the cave. Go into the cave. And this should be the moment that you all realize that you're heading back into the darkness. Um, but this is cave-like darkness. And in fact, for a little bit there, I hate to impose what the party's feeling, but you do notice that this is not the level of darkness that you all are used to. Uh, for the three of you who have experienced it, not for you, Caliban. Um, have you been to the Underdark before, Caliban? I can't imagine no, you would have been. No, um, <laughs> no. At this point, Anika is going to come up as you all are kind of going forth. You're, I, I picture you four kind of leading on your giant lizard mounts. Everyone else is following. Anika sort of runs up beside all four of you, and she's, she's talking to all four of you as you're going down. And she's going to say, listen, 
uh, there has been no established discipline between the followers that you have gotten. Rastos, I know that Fargus and I agreed to work with you, and I will hold to that deal. But the Order of the Gauntlet and the Zentar, I am not sure who they exactly they will follow. You might want to consider putting down the hammer, as I would say. I have a tiny hammer I can put on the ground if they're listening to me then. You think literally if you throw down a hammer that they will listen to you? I'm, uh, I don't know how customs work amongst these people, but if this is how it is uh, done, uh, I'm open to it. Have you ever followed or listened to somebody before, Rastos? Yes. Well, think about what they did, and maybe you want to do it to them, because, and she looks back and kind of points out, and you notice that the lanterns are not looking forward, they're looking at each other, because they are not sure that they want to deal with each other. Again, you have a lawful group from the Order of the Gauntlet who is pseudo-religious, but not necessarily worshipping of one god, but they are worshipping of lawful good as an alignment in general. And then you literally have the Zentarum that I'm not going to, you know, classify as like lawful evil, but I think that you have basically nearly every other <laughs> alignment underneath the sun in the Zentarum and they're just not sure about each other. So you can already see that there is a bit of a tension in your followers. Again, there's only about 10 of them, but Anika just wants to let you know if you want to use them, that maybe you all establish some sort of rule over them. Uh, okay, just, do you have a whip, Anika? No. Hmm, that was how they kept us in line usually. I believe there's other ways than just whipping somebody. All right, well, let me grab my hammer first. And Rastos picks through and grabs his hammer. Sure. And then, uh... You have a hammer? Yeah. Just like, just a, like, a, like a, a, a hammer. A hammer hammer, not a war hammer. No, no, no. Gotcha. No, no, no. A regular hammer. Gotcha. He, he finds it, he pulls it out, uh, and he throws it at the ground as hard as he can. Just, All right, listen up. You all are flashing these lights everywhere. We can't be doing that while we're down here. How many of you have been down here before? Past these doors, About into the dark. three of the Zentarum raised their hands. All right. But, 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 but sheepishly, because they haven't been too far. None of the Order of the Gauntlet have. Well, we have to be careful. We can't be, uh, everything down here pretty much tries to kill you. If it can see you, if it can hear you, if certain people can hear and see you, you could find yourself uh, facing monsters of terrible size. You must follow us. You must listen. We are some of the few that have ever made our way out. Uh, you, you must follow Salon probably more than anyone. He led me and Jin to the surface, but Jin and I carved our way here through blood, through bodies and rock. You hear from the back, from the far back. What do you want us to do? Yeah, where are we going? What's do, the point of this? Do, do you not know what you signed up for? Who said that? <laughs> Three guys raise their hands. Two from the Zentarum and one from the Orb and the Gauntlet. I, I walk up to them and since I was, what is my exact madness? I would be anyone in submission who doesn't agree with me. Okay. Uh, I look at them. 
uh, as they have their hands raised, and I, I tap them with one finger on the shoulder and push them back. I'm like, you're gonna get yourself killed unless you listen. All right, chump, the point of this is to save the world from demons and crap like that. So just, <clears throat> as I poke him again, have your wits about you and do what we tell you to. Do you want to roll an intimidation check with disadvantage? Nine. Okay, yeah, they're, they they kind of push up, like brush off their shoulder a little bit when you say, "Do what we tell you to" with your finger. You're gonna say, "Oh, all right." Not you can tell they don't really like trusting you. They're believing you. You don't believe us, Parkers? Come here, show them your face. Jin, snap these guys in line. I'm done with this. I'm about to beat his face. Okay. Does, oh. Jin, does Juniper respond to Jin? No. Well, she does, but she also knows that he's not smart. He's going to take a while. Fargus runs up beside you, Rostos. Show him your beautiful face and what happened to it down here. He strikes a pose and his face is all fucked up. I'm like, oh my god. And you see his ear? I had to put that there. You see the, his mouth? The ear is a, an inch lower than where it should be. <laughs> you see his mouth? I had to carve that with a dagger because his face got melted away. You're saying this, Fargus is getting kind of sad. Like, <laughs> and you know what? I saved him, and I'll save your ass if you listen. Farkas listened. He did what he had to do, and he is my best friend now. <laughs> I almost died multiple times. And I saved his ass. So unless you want to be totally smear-faced, have no <laughs> mouth or anything like that, You'll do what we tell you. They'll all sort of look at each other and just kind of shrug a little bit. Okay. I'll be watching you Gentarum uh, bandits. And, and there was an order of the gauntlet guy who was involved in this as well. I shouldn't just put on the Gentarum. I'll be watching you too, but I like you. <laughs> <laughs> as you all are traveling through this cave, it's spiraling downward. You can tell that you are descending Um to the lower depths. It does sort of remind you of the Underdark, but at a very, very surface level, um, meaning that you do not feel that innate phaserous. You do not feel that innate sense of danger. And like those of you who have been down here before, it's not nearly dark enough yet. Caliban is riding close to Juniper and asks, um, I've heard from all of you about the demons and such, but I fear that fear may be gripping me. Um, what are we to expect on a day-to-day basis? Well, usually things are fine unless it starts to glow red. And if it glows red, you need to watch out and be very careful. Also, uh, day-to-day you find mushroom forests down here. You can find food, we can scavenge. Just a lot of traveling and a lot of just the sameness. It kind of gets to you over time. Uh, Don't try to think too much when you see strange things. Don't think too much, that's... Yes, do not mentally process the information that you see. Just kind of let it go by. Oh. It will uh, break you. It'll make sense when you you get to it, don't worry. (laughs) Glowing, glowing red. That's when it gets very scary. What, what follows that? 
don't. That's when you don't want to think. Yeah, just that's when you. That's that. when you stop thinking and just start doing. Okay. Also, don't like. Probably don't touch anything. If you see something that looks like you want to poke it, it might kill us all. Yes, we did that before, and we almost got us all dead. Caliban, I hate to thrust a history check upon you, but glowing red, something in the underdark, <coughs> that would probably ring a bell in your wizard mind at the level you're at. It's a 16. So you you would know that they're talking about phasers. Cool. Something that you would be familiar with, and Sir Lauren, you'd be obviously very extreme uh, familiar with. Uh, and I, I want to emphasize, Sir Lauren, since what you've seen... Um, in the Underdark over the last couple of months slash years or whatever, timeline's kind of all up in the air. It has gotten thicker and and, and, and larger in terms of like where you see these areas of phasers, right? Um, Caliban, you know that phasers can be used for things such as like powering light, you know? It can be used in useful ways, but it can also be very, very unpredictable, especially as someone from the surface. It's almost like you're reading about myths, but when Juniper starts to describe, you know, um, the red lights, that has to line up with what you have read about phasers. Hmm, yes. Well, thank you, I suppose I'm ready to delve deeper. We shall see. We'll be fine. So, Nero from the Zentarum is sort of back in the group, but also kind of telling you all um, which way to go in terms of these tunnels. Every once in a while, there's a fork in the road, and they tell you if you want to go to Mantle Dareth, it's in this direction. Is that what you all are trying to do? Yes. Yes. Okay. However, after a couple of hours, going down, down, down. Remember, you're trying to go to the Underdark, which is a ways down. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like a cave system. It's it's literally miles below um, the surface. You run into a wall that is now completely collapsed. And Nero walks up as you all are sitting there with your four lizards mounted on them. And he says, <clears throat> It wasn't like this before. Is there another way, Nero? I know the general direction, but this is uh, new to me. We Mm. keep going the other way. We could head back up, find another route. But uh, we're not getting to Mantle Dareth easily, it seems. Are the rocks like it'd be pointless to start trying to pull them off. You could try. Caliban will just motion his hand to his amulet and connect with his new shield guardian friend and say, Rudy, start moving the rocks. So Rudy uh, perks up, like he's been sort of walking alongside of you, this uh, iron giant, what's it, uh, it's an iron golem, correct? Shield golem. Shield guardian. Shield guardian. God, he's in golem. Um, Shield guardian, sort of comes to life, um, been walking alongside of you, but very like stoically, and begins to try to start to move the rocks. You have his sheet, correct? Yes. Do you want to roll for a strength check? Yes. Cool. Critical miss. (laughs) (laughs) Plus four, five total. Um, He moves a a couple of small rocks aside, 
Uh, and you can tell that the bigger boulders that are there, he's not going to be able to move. Good job, buddy. Good job. He looks back at you and gives you a big old <laughs> thumbs up. Caliban, that big thing, make it get the bigger rocks. What he's, he's the strenuous activities and, uh, you know, he's doing very well. He's taking the tiniest rocks and throwing them aside. He'll get it. He, good job, Rudy. He'll get it. Don't worry. He gives you another big old thumbs up, a robotic thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right. Uh, let's do this. I just start going and trying to just toss boulders. Yeah, uh, roll a strength check. 21. Okay, so you go up and you grab a smaller rock. Uh, by smaller, I mean a giant rock for most people. You know, I'm thinking like a three-foot-tall rock that weighs like, you know, 90 to 100 pounds, and you toss it aside. And then you go up and try to pick up one that's like six feet tall and like 3,000 pounds, and you're like, Okay, that's a bit too much for me. This is fucking shut off with giant boulders. Nero, do you know where this alternate path leads or no? Uh, No, but I could kind of figure out the general direction. If we are going to take it, you need to have the rest of your men, women, whatever you want to call yourselves. Agents. uh, Agents. uh, Pay attention to the walls. Like, right. Like, be on the lookout. I don't think that this was supposed to happen. Well, that seemed to surprise you, so I would believe you on that one. Right. So we're just going to have to figure out a different route. Well, I know the general direction of Mantle Dareth. <coughs> Let's just go try some other path. Yeah, did we go, like, snaking? There were, like, forks and stuff? Yep. That is here. All right, guys, this is usually how it works. <laughs> you know, you go one way, something happens. We might do this on a couple paths. Uh, let's keep it going. It has been a couple of hours since you all have been down here. Um, and Anika is going to suggest maybe at some point we should find camp before we get into the actual underdark. Just suggestion. It is a fine suggestion. We'll probably move for a couple more hours before we do that, though. Absolutely. I like you. You have good brains. <laughs> we speak similarly. Yeah, it's very strange where we came from. Well, I come from we, us. Why? Well, I, I did not come from sp- the same place as you. All right. All right. <laughs> um. So there is another path. Um, that Nero, you all can trust Nero, or one of you all could go for it in terms of like checking for survival or whatever. I'll leave it up to you all. Uh, if Nero, uh, I would probably attempt as well. If, when if you I'm, say attempt, what you general what you think? D- general direction wise? Okay, do you want to roll a survival check? Okay. Crit 20 plus 6. Cool, so 26? Yep. Wow, okay. So you're just kind of talking to Nero a little bit, and he's telling you about where... You probably have heard of Mantle Dareth. Have you been there? Maybe it's... I mean, it is a trading hub, but... I I don't... Probably not. Find out my regular route. Okay, how about this? Just to to make this clear. You've been on paths that trade to Mantle Dareth, but you have not been there personally. 
You've okay, been more to the surface to Gracklestock. However, yeah. you know, Hemoth has been there. You have, you, you're, you are familiar with the idea of where it might be. And between what you have in your mind and what Nero says, um, you think that you actually know a pretty good direction. Although, in your head, you do think like, hmm, there are some pretty open areas that we were to go through if we were to head through the direction that I'm thinking of. Which is not normal for the Underdark. And not good. <laughs> uh, not necessarily. Sometimes. Well, um, you could get there, I would say, if you had to estimate, you could get there in a couple of days rather than a week or two. You know what I'm saying? I will relay those risks then to the party, the leaders of the other groups, and then the rest of us. Caliban will look to Rastos and Lauren and Juniper, respectively. <clears throat> what do you guys want to do? Should we go the risky way or open areas or take a long time? Mm. Seems like either or we could do. I, I feel like uh, a couple of these guys sort of look like pipsqueaks. May remember when we broke out of that uh, prison? We lost a lot of our initial party. Maybe we take the uh, the less risky way. So you don't want to put them to the test? So, sorry, are you talking about the Zentarum and they ordered the gauntlet? <laughs> yeah. Zentarum boys, yeah. They don't look like pipsqueaks. Not even Dorastos? Say it, well, yeah, it's a Rostos. Yeah, it. I'm just saying they oh, look yeah. like very capable people. <laughs> but but if you want to continue on with that, you're Rostos. I'm just saying, like to the rest of the party, like they they look capable. You think we should test them out then? Is this trials? Well, if they can't survive this, I mean, they're not really going to survive anywhere else. Sure, but we could always use more fodder. <laughs> Whatever it is that you all think. All right, fine. Let's go the fast way. Let's risk it for the biscuits. Risk it for the biscuits. Know the name of this episode. <laughs> um, so you're following Sir Lauren's suggestion, which is ironically the cave that is actually behind you because Sir Lauren knows that the tunnel sort of wraps around eventually and we'll come back to the same direction um, so it is a smaller tunnel as you're going through i want to stop and check out what caliban is feeling about the underdark you're not quite there yet but you are in the actually what would be called the upper dark caliban what are your thoughts having come this far caliban is scared but definitely excited as well um untold magical mysteries abound <clears throat> potential for greater learning. Um, his infernal legacy makes him curious about this, you know, obviously the devil blood, but also curious about the demon incursions. Um, but I think mainly fear and excitement. Um, and he might be a bit trigger happy. And his current loadout of spells dictates that. A lot of offensive capabilities. He's very, very scared, but is excited about his shield guardian and some of the new party members. 
but scared. Whenever he hears like a like a rock tumble off in the distance or like a drift as he quickly turn around. I don't think jumpy yet. Um, numbers make you feel safer, but if something were to go down and proboscis bugs start scooping people's innards out, who knows? <laughs> Eventually, you all travel several hours further down these tunnels. Nothing has happened thus far. Between this and the travels above, it has been nearly 16 hours of straight travel. You eventually reach a larger cave, and Anika is going to say to you, uh, there are rumors that uh, the troops behind us are very tired. Should we rest here? It seems like a good spot. Out in the open in a big cave section. It's not a huge cave. It's just like an offshoot. We could take a rotation. Maybe keep watch before we go much further. We are not in Underdark yet. We are fine with it. So Rasta's fine with it. Vargas. Vargas does what Rastos does. Vargas does what Rastos wants. Rastos holds his hand out with his thumb. They do the handshake. <laughs> and then, uh, like, oh, fine. Let us take rest here. We're going to take a rest here. If that's cool. Yes. Does anyone want to do anything during this rest as both the Zentarum and the Order of the Gauntlet begin to set up camp? I will... How long is this cave... 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 How long... Yeah, like, how... Can I see, like, the other side of it or anything? So this is an offshoot of the main tunnel. Okay, yeah. So you're kind of, like, in this open area, and the tunnel kind of goes through from one side down through the other, and you are on the side part of it where it's an offshoot of it. So it's just one pathway. Okay, so there's only one way in towards us? Mm-hmm. Two, well, two. Okay. One in, one out, and you're on an offshoot of it. Got it. But you're right. You're right that there's only one way to approach you. Yeah, you're right about that. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Uh, and then the entrance to where we're at right now, how big is it? Uh, probably like uh, 15 feet wide. 15 feet wide? Yeah, you all have been traveling mostly, you know, maybe lizard by lizard, mostly one in a row. Um, but walking along uh, slow, you know your lizards because you all have the four mounts that you could go much faster. However, with everyone behind you walking on foot, that'd be kind of rude. But if the opportunity presents itself, you could move much faster than them. However, at this point, um, and you have plenty of provisions for everybody as of now. You could tell that you would have enough provisions for about two weeks. <coughs> okay. You good, Jay? Yeah, I will... Let's see if we're all resting here. Uh, kind of at the cave entrance, not from the direction we came, but from the other angle to make it a little bit harder to see into where we're, go- where we're at. I will make, I'll use stone shape and I'll kind of like make like just kind of a shape of stone in front of my hand and then it grows into like a five foot, five foot wall section that attaches to the entrance. So the entrance is a little bit smaller now. Cool. 
and kind uh, of make it where we can sit behind it in a way where if someone just happened to glance in, they wouldn't see us immediately. Yep. You do have an elf as well who could trance and kind of watch that for a shorter time, uh, or for a longer time than everyone else. So yeah, absolutely. That's totally fine. Anything um, else y'all want to do? Yes, Caliban has uh, attuned to these uh, necklace of, of Shield Guardian and he'll explore one of the other properties and uh, cast a third level spell at the Shield Guardian that it can store. Cool. Do you want to describe what this looks like? <laughs> I like to think that and your theory behind it. I like to think he's got his book out in front of him and is, is pawing through spells and choosing how to best utilize it and is nervous about doing something as I kind of view Rudy as kind of dopey and happy looking. Just like doesn't know. It looks know. like he could play really good defense. Uh, <laughs> offensively, he might be a little bit limited. Um, good in the dunker spot. Uh, yes. Maybe he is able to kick mm. it out. Very, very good when a, uh, an offensive player was funneled into the lane. Mm, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then not someone you would really rely on to carry the team, though. And uh, and then Caliban will uh, rest on the page and get his mind set, and will just lift his hand and um, take out a little bit of components from his pouch, a little bit of molasses, and just send a slow spell at. Uh, Rudy, and I like to think he just seizes up a little bit as blue and white and smoky magical energy travels his way. Um, and then a moment passes or two and returns to normal as he is overtaken momentarily with magical energy. What did he receive? A third level slow spell. Ooh! And uh, can unleash that when triggered or a moment arises. Lovely. And then to cheese even further, arcane recovery and regain that spell slot as we rest. That is fine. You all take a, a rest here. You're not quite in the underdark yet. You don't feel that same presence. Rostos, uh, Juniper, Sir Lorne in particular, you three don't feel that same sort of demonic madness that has been nearly ubiquitous. However, after the rest, Thora, the head of the gauntlet, she comes up to you. She comes up to Juniper, who was keeping kind of watch for a while there. You have to rest less than others. Juniper, can I, can I talk to you? Yes, you are I, already talking to me. I know, but I'm not normally like this. I saw something. I don't. I have dreams, but not like this one. Listen, I. And she's sweating profusely. And she's sort of very worked up. Her eyes are kind of moving back and forth very quickly. Everyone I knew who died, I saw. And they were rising up in a row against me. And I had to fight my way and kill all my... through all my dead friends. That one is new. It was unlike any other dream that I've had before. 
Yes, well, uh, to be honest with you... It felt real. That will happen down here. So we get closer, you need to uh, take your mind off things. I might need to... uh, They looked like zombies. Interesting. Before, all the dreams were about different things. Don't think that we've had the zombie one yet. Is it going to get worse? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Not going to sugarcoat that one for you. You signed up for a suicide mission, basically. And hopefully we come back alive. She's going to walk off despondent. And tell her troops that they're on a suicide mission. (laughs) Juniper.